is Ben C. and Griper, 718-339-6020. Cell number 347-563-0951. Begin a little bit today. We'll be, of course, speaking about safety. And heard a tragedy lately with safety. Person behind a bus at the wrong time. It's uh, be very, very careful. Always be aware of safety. Always, always. Getting on a bus after school buses, especially children, especially. It'd be forefront of a person's mind. Safety in the car, driving, crossing the street, especially winter's coming, snow, sleet, rain. We should be aware, aware. We situations come up all the time. Speak about neshama safety, dealing with dealing with others. We're going to talk about that today by getting along with others. We'll try, we'll try our best, but don't do to others that you don't want done to you. What are you going to say or do? Do not offend anybody else. They're different than you. Don't offend them. If you can't deal with it, there's so much difference. So you have to sometimes avoid. Do not offend other people in any way, the way you talk, the way you walk, the way you dress, <clears throat> the way you act. Important, very important. You can create, first of all, a bad image of your people. And second, you can have a negative effect on others. And third, we always say, all about safety. The person has to work on Keep up aim, honoring parents, honoring parents, honoring parents. Keep saying spread the word. I don't know how much is being spread, but keep up aim. It has to be urgent because that changes the way a family is, changes the way a person's at work, how a person's at school, how eventually with his mate or her mate. Because it comes from a person being a good model. Parents have to be a good model with their own parents. Banging on the table and saying respect me is not going to Make it. We talk about it all today. A person has to make something out of himself, out of herself. You have to be a player, and most people are. When you're trying to do the right thing, and it's MS, MS truthful, you'll see, you'll see that Shabbat goes automatically, and Messorah goes right through you to the children. So recently I heard of someone mentioning <clears throat> boy getting older, trust her, many of her things. Speaking to the father, mentioned about the glitter in the world, all the different glitter pulling us away from this and that. So I asked him, do you play basketball with your son? Do you play games when he comes back from, a, from school to get excited about? No, everything didn't be Everything is, you got to look at this. If he does bad, you got to tell him straight. And I do only certain things that I could do. Certain uh, astuteness, certain um. So before the learning, before a lot of things, you have to look at relationship. Relationship. So keep up aim starts with many times the parents. We have to work, work on the child seeing MS, child seeing a model, child seeing someone who he Emma who he or she emulate. Child seeing that he sees he or she is number one in the in in, in the parents' eyes. 
Not because of money, not because of everything, everything. And we also spoke about Olam Abba, safety, keep of aim. And added to that, we entered husband and wife. Rabbi Miller mentioned about husband and wife, <clears throat> that you're together in this, in life, in death, at burial, and for eternity. It's in etern eternity, everybody. Eternity, we're going to watch what we do and say every day. The side point, the Rabbi Miller book came out by Rabbi Yaakov Hamburger, which is quite exceptional on teaching Rabbi Miller's hashkafa, way of living. You mentioned that's all my boss safety, dealing with husband and wife. And we always we always deal with self-esteem. No, not self-esteem. Has to be a shem's esteem. It's so hard. The young people going through school. That if a person's not an A student, person he's an A student still. He wants a ninety-nine still. Or he wants a hundred still. But a person gets test and test after test and she doesn't make it on the borderline. First little comment, teachers have to be very personal with students like that. How to give them a little extra. Not that they're going to get away with anything. They need the chizok. So 62, you can give a 65. The student knows. But it shows you're on their side. Though I know you're doing better. I know you're trying your best. But it's a big thing. The self-esteem for, for a child is a comparison to everybody else and how the parents and children and teachers look at him or her. So we have to build in the child that's Hashem's esteem. You're trying your best. You're emistic, truthful. You're trying your best. You have trouble with Hebrew. You have trouble with English. You have trouble with sitting still, whatever it is. But that's not the ika of the person that we should, you should be always knocked for. It has to be the other side. How she's always helping. He's always helping. And he's good in English, but maybe not in Hebrew. The other way around. Or he helps at home. Young additional encouragement to a child to show you are Shem's child, that you are doing your best, the most you can do. If you're doing your best, trying in every department from sitting still and working and learning and all the different subjects. And he's a hero. She's a hero. We have to tell the children that. Tell ourselves that if you're trying yourself, trying your best. No self-esteem. You're comparing yourself to Stanton and others. More and more it hurts people, good people, from young and old. And we're under Shem standards. Look at yourself, who you are, your strengths, your weaknesses, your children's strengths and weaknesses, parents' strengths and weaknesses, and you go weiter. Shem's esteem. You try you. I'm really trying my best. I could try harder, I'll try harder. And then with Shaduchim, which is today, uh, all days, but it's, it's hard. So the betachem, betachem, betachem. We have to all encourage each other, encourage each other, help each other, have our eyes open for each other. But betachem, betachem. Keep being sefreden in what you do. Keep working on being busy with good things. And again, it's Shem's esteem. Just keep working, working, working. Zavni, zavni. Betachem, betachem, betachem. Pulls us through, pull us through. We mentioned uh, husband and wife, chassan and kala for 120. Husband, talk about a little of that today. Husband and wife has to keep giving, 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 giving like you just got married. When you're chassan, you're ready to do anything. You got to keep doing anything. When you're chassan, you always say nice words to your, your kala. Keep saying nice words. Don't be critical. The other way around, too. 
rekindle, rekindle. Of course, I say like a rabbi also. So today we're talking. We're going to talk about making peace as soon as possible. Most third commandment of marriage. We're beginning each week lately the idea of with ourselves building a, a manucha, a bitachin, that will help to get along. Because you can only say, I'm, I'm going to get along, I'm going to get along no matter what, I'm going to get along no matter what, if we know it's the Abishta, we know it's all being sent, you get a zetz from your wife, it's Hashem, you get a zetz from your husband, it's, a, it's Hashem, it's Hashem. And how to deal with it, it's, well, we started last week, again, the chasenek, and poor person story, the poor person went to a chasana and he couldn't give the chasana anything. So the first man gave a chasana watch and the poor person comes over to the chasana. Wow, you got a watch from Switzerland, the diamonds from France and it, all the technology is from another country. Unbelievable. And it goes over in detail. It gives the chasana a feeling, a real recognition. And the next one gives another gift. The Shabbos decor, oh, it's made in Yushalayim, the, the strings around it, the way the gold is made with perfection, the best of its kind, and every gift a poor person says to the chassan, wow, and he chassan's getting more and more excited. Who's giving the biggest gifts? The poor person, because he's giving Deya a recognition of the gifts of what you have, a real life. So that's what we have to give ourselves, the biggest gift you can give yourself. When you, again, we wake up in the morning, a nice, comfortable house, go over and over that comment that's all, wow, it's going to be, you're going to recognize your gift of a nice, comfortable house. And not a comfortable gift of a nice bed, and not comfortable and a gift of a, that you have family. And you can go over the gift from you have nice clothes, and you have cold water and hot water, and it's a whole thing, and you're able to, to walk and your legs move and your eyes are seeing and it takes the eyes to see and the ears to hear. Oh, it's all miracles. I was thinking about taste buds the other day. And I was drinking a cup of coffee. I said, wow, these taste buds, how do they work? They make no sense. Hashem saying, I want you to get pleasure in this world. Drink the coffee, eat the food, enjoy it. But when you're getting pleasure, you're saying, thank you, Hashem. I know it's from you. Why? Because I have to eat only what you tell me to eat. I have to eat for you. I have to see, only look at things what I should see because you give me the eyes. Eyes make no sense either. Talking. It should take us, you know, 10 years to say the word duh. If we had to organize our, ourselves and work on our vocal cords because it's a miracle. It's a, it's a miracle to talk. So any word out of your mouth is a gift. I'm giving you pleasure so you can talk the right things and create the world beyond and forever. Wake up in the morning, it's a different morning. It's matana, matana from Hashem. A gift, a gift. Recognize you're different. You're walking. Get up. You have children waking up up. It's hard. But try to be energetic. Try to be happy with what you have there. Some have hard to get up, and you got to give them a lot of kisses. And try to think of different ways, different ways. But all this matana, get, get a mindset of seeing the gifts. You'll see you'll add a manucha and a betoch, and he's always pulling us through, and a man going to tell the, to daven, you daven to the boreolum, and davening too, you have to see the page, and you have to say the words, and it's a whole big thing, and it gets you opportunity to, to, to recognize, to ask, to thank Hashem. It's a whole, women too, from the morning, from the 
families, people going out to school, yeshiva. Take that walk to take advantage, safe streets, delicious air you're breathing, you're hearing sounds clear. How is that possible? Walk around in a different world. He's entering your world. He's there. He's, he'll fill your world. It's a whole different world, a world of gifts, 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 gifts. Then you walk around, then during the day we mentioned, stop during the day, 12 o'clock, and go over your day so far. Most of the time it's okay. No catastrophic things happen, and then go over 6 o'clock, go over the night, and all of a sudden you're going to be going over, giving yourself days, days, recognition of a true feeling of your gifts. And the person starts walking around like that, so then we can get to this, the process of getting along with others, making peace as soon as possible. We wake up in the morning. We're going to get to the nighttime soon. But what if the nighttime went to sleep and it was uh, non-hunky-dory? Or if it was, still, you wake up in the morning and you're ready to make peace. It could be a nice sorry note about 10 miles long. Right or wrong is not the issue. Shalom's the issue. Shalom's the issue. That's the only way to change anybody or improve anybody, improve yourself especially. Because then you get to understand what the situation, this is what is, and you'll be able to deal. In the morning, it's a nice note, can hurt. Today they text, they make a phone call, wake up your wife, wake up. Whatever it is, the morning, each party has a show, you're number one. Right away, right away. Wherever you went to sleep last night, you wake up. Give your husband a tidbit. When he wakes up, he has uh, lunch ready for him or his pants pressed or shirts pressed or your wife gives you have something, a coffee already for her. It's heating up already. You know when she's going to get up or a little, some some money in her pocketbook so she wakes up and says, sweetheart, I want you to have the most delicious coffee today and cake there and lunch. Whatever it is, tidbits, tidbits to show each other, recognize each other. One man in the morning used to be, uh, put a note by this, his wife's seat and she would go, she'd look at it and say, having a good day. Sometimes we're a little more, you know, I guess romantic. And then sometimes he'd have a little note going, going to the fridge and he, she'd open up the fridge and says, I love you, honey. Pour it on, guys. Don't do his feeling here. There's an obligation. Eventually, see, you'll have feeling. Because if you're thinking about your gifts you have, you'll see a whole big different world. The gift of having a wife. Wife is life. Life is life. He keeps us in line, takes care of us. We have Taibas, Gaibas, Kina, all this stuff covered. She's the best for it. And then Mr. Shem, if you have children too, it's all about this focus of gifts. A wife too, the real is hard. It's hard out there to work and support and deal with a world out there. Your days are, of course, hard, maybe harder, but still. So give that little encouragement in the morning to your husband. A little encouragement no matter, no matter what the night. Again, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Whatever it is, whoever can say it to each other first is the biggest winner. And if you can give a good reason to why, I mean, just very important. Now, husband told me he did that more than anybody in the block. And Baruch Hashem, they get along famously. Famously. Other things too, of course. So that's preventive medicine for anybody. Every morning, do something to say something good to show your wife you're the first thing on her mind, or your husband the first thing on his mind. I know some people do it to the children too, little notes. 
their children when they grow up, they get married, they have a little envelope or a manila envelope with all the letters from the papa, letters from the mama. Pour it onto the children too, why not? And the children once in a while can give a little note to the papa and mama and say, I love you, Abba, you're the best mama. Can't hurt, can't hurt. We all need this recognition, little tidbits of it makes peace, it makes peace, it creates peace. And then during the day, as the day is going along, you somehow to get through to each other and show you care about them, you, you need something, a little recognition. It's hard sometimes because he's busy, you get phone calls and the wife is kind of hard, or from, from the husband is very hard, she's busy. But if a, an encouraging word can be sent, or you're going to pick up stuff from the cleaners, or you're going to pick up the stuff from the cleaners, and you're going to bring home supper tonight so your wife would relax. On the way home, you see something, a little chain with your wife's name on it. But during the day, if anything can be done to show how are you, to listen, listening is the best thing. You might get a earful, but listen, if you can, if you can, if you see it's destructive, it's another story, but it doesn't have to be. If you start the mornings like this and the days like this and during the day she sees you when you come home and already you picked up the laundry or you've got, got her something she needed, she knows she needed that, or on the way home you realize what the husband needed and you got him a special or made him a special dish, whatever it is. All this will show your day is dealing with your concern for your mate. This makes you get along, making peace, making peace on a constant level. And a want what on before, you make soon as, peace as soon as possible, as soon as possible. Don't wait if something goes haywire a little bit. If it's the morning after the makeup, it's the afternoon makeup, you have to make up. I know a guy once in a while would pull off something, get his wife lunch, and bring it to the office. I know a guy did this with his children. Go by the school when his daughter was in school. You know when playtime was, and he'd bring her something. Or just say hello to her. I'm there. Her husband or wife did the same for the husband. During lunch, was able to send them something, give them something. You know what you're doing? No matter what happened before. Of course, all this, if it's, it's preventive matter, if we're doing this on the onset, you'll see it's going to help. It's like you're pouring water. You think it's on a rock. What is on a rock? Okay, you keep pouring water on the rock, water on the rock, and little by little. You'll see, even though people get excited and upset and say things they shouldn't say, but you still made the dent. It's still going to be the overall relationship, always getting along, always getting along. It's a big thing. A person has to work on this, always getting along, always getting along. And then comes time when you have to come home. A husband and a wife have been learning, working, whatever it is. And again, you have to really be sensitive to your maid's day. Think about what your wife went through today a little bit. Husband, many times, I don't understand. What do you mean she sat around and hold it? No, 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 don't get it. One baby, it's the world. And then she has to work, it's the world. And the whole house is the world. So whatever she does, you have to, we, we don't understand her sucker, no feeling, no understanding. So you just come home, you're ready to have Again, you have a gift, you have a wife, and everybody else there. You have to get strong, like we said, Dabin Melech. That's the plan. You come home again. 
And then we mentioned the famous no tension zone. You come home with no tension. You have to be relaxed. You have to be relaxed somehow. We mentioned a walk around the corner or the music, take a little donut, not to, of course, take your appetite away. But you walk home with a, with a geschmack. You're pumped up. And again, you're thinking of your gifts, 6 o'clock already, right? 6 o'clock. All of a sudden, you go over your day, not so bad, work is hard, plus is hard, but look over, the blessings, the blessings, the blessings, the blessings. You walk in to get along, to get along, to get along, and all this is going to help. And you're feeling better, you're being productive, you're looking over your day, you're seeing the Boreolum in your day. And you'll see a little by little, you're going to prove your day too. So as you walk into the house, it's a different, different mode, different. You come in to encourage, look for chizuk. And again, if by chance something happened before where she's nice and not in the best mood to you, you know, told you. So to give encouragement, you might not, might not work so fast. But one thing has to be mentioned, the idea of constructive advice to your mate. Out of this generation or these old generations, most can't not take constructive, not critical, forget about criticism, but even advice. Even to come home and say, you know, you know, if supper was better 15 minutes early, it would be, I think we'd all be, you know, more relaxed. Be very careful with that comment. You're saying to her, you're late and you're not ready. You have to be careful. What do you mean? You're saying the right thing. You have to think. <laughs> you have to think what to do, but that's not the thing. You say maybe a little more salt to this or whatever you're saying. You could have, even though it's a lot, it's done in a chesedic way, done it in a way that you're not mean to hurt. But your mate might take it. I know men have come home and always have a little comment, and they always try to explain everything when there's a discussion or, or I don't know if you call it an argument, but over a topic is a little controversial, and he tries to explain, and he gives over his. And she can take it. Not good enough. You don't like the way I cook. You don't like the way I do this. And goes years and years go by. She feels scared by him. What do you mean? He's not being such a mean fellow. She doesn't realize. This is a, a, for some reason, this is something real. You know, a lady that the husband would keep telling a certain thing, not the most horrible things. All of a sudden, one day I got a call in the morning. No, no, later on, and she says, oh, my husband the whole day's watching what I do. So I asked what happened. On the morning, he checked the cereal box, and uh, she wasn't, he wasn't sure if the cashiers was his standard. And she said to me, the whole day he was looking at me. And I, I said to myself, that was only five minutes in the morning. But that's how it could be. If a person creates... A little comment here, a little comment here, a little comment here. And you're being helpful in so many different ways, you think. Maybe create a person who feels really not efficient, not successful, and always being criticized. What do you mean? I'm telling you, this is what it means. And the same can work also with the, the husband when he comes home. If every day is something, a little something, you could have come home earlier. Oh, you forgot this. Well, um, don't sit on the couch. Whatever it is, I mean, he's at five minutes. 
whatever it is, little by little, time goes on and he feels I'm always being watched. Everything I do is being looked at. Becomes something, something. What do I do? How do I say it? Okay, that's another discussion. But many times after a short period of time, each mate knows exactly what the other one wants. But doesn't think about it or is not able to do it. I told you a couple that came, and he complained she always nags and she spends too much money. And she said he, sheep never gets her gifts. So I met both of them. I asked her, so how could you be a better wife? And she said, I can, I could save money and stop bugging him. And he said, I could take her out more, give her more gifts. So saying to myself, they do exactly. How come they can't do it? They can't do it. I, I don't know. You don't know. Okay. But couples know. That's when you need advice. I say, look, Rob, you need how to figure out. It also is part of us that we're not settled with ourselves. Everything becomes a... Everything against our rotsome, we can't take, and it's personal. But if we build, we mentioned before, the daya, the daya is the das, understanding of the gifts we have. Understand everything she sent by Meshem, even what the mate says. And we're there to save the day. I'm a man, I'm going to stub it, I'm saying the day's going to be bumps, and my wife, I'm going to save the day. It's hard. We both have to listen to the talks. It's something to be very careful on. Notice it's little things, and, and the person doesn't know what he or she's doing to the mate. It seems like nothing from the outside, inside. All of a sudden, it becomes like a, what we call a complex, and and then it becomes difficult. If they end up seeing wrong people and talk to the wrong people, and she creates him as a monster, creates her as a monster, and it's all all backwards. Because we never got down to how to communicate, how to get along. There's ways to encourage. For example, when the man comes home, I'll tell you a story with <clears throat> the lady was had enough. I want to leave. Then he comes home. He sits down, walks, then walks out, goes on the computer even on the, the table. So I got this reps and brog little advice. When the man comes home, have something set for him. Give him that 10, 15, 20 minutes. Have let him relax. Let him eat. So the third woman I told to do this was Thursday. She did it. She called me Friday. He was the best husband last night. He stayed home a little bit. He was so nice. What what she do? She set a little watermelon for him, a nice little something, and gave him that space. And always gave him some encouragement for the day. Gave him that space. That space. That space. I mean, you might say, "Well, my husband's not gonna appreciate it anyway." Again, water on the rock. Water on the rock. Water on the rock. The other way around, too. I've seen the man come home in a much calmer move. And she see how the heart. They sit down, sweet, I'll give you some, I'll make you tea. You sit down, I'll make the table, I'll set up. And you come in and ask her how she, she's right, right away, how your day. And try to listen and try to listen. If you can listen to it, be the bomb, it's called a bomb on their wounds. They soothe, to soothe each other's wounds of the difficult day. It's a different life, a different life. You can create the situation. You can create the situation both sides. And then you can have a night of for each other. 
get rain tonight when everyone's sleeping. You play a little game together or sit together. You get a babysit. It's a tremendous thing. I know somebody got babysit every every week. $10 just to go on a walk with his wife. And it was rekindled, rekindled, rekindled. Start now. It's a tremendous thing. You go out. Each is going on, on, the, on the date <laughs> to encourage each other, to listen to each other. You do what you have to do. Don't tell oh, my wife not listening. Okay, so you listen. Oh, my husband's not listening. So you listen. And encourages. There's so many stories I heard each way. When the, the husband listened, listened, listened. Why and the wife listened, listened, listened. You have to see the situation. And there's a whole new world you're creating. And if there's a mean word, you let it pass over. What do you mean? Let it pass over. <laughs> let it pass over. A lot of times people say things that are woof. Like a knife in the heart, but let it pass over, let it pass. Not easy, not easy. You let it go, you have to, I mean, you have to wait for the anger to go by. And many times you'll see, you'll just get back to the routines, get back to what you have to do. It's very hard. If you hold on those moments, you'll see they'll go away. If you have to say sorry, whatever it is. And again, we have a little tidbits and whatever we have to do the next day, you'll see. See, and those times are harder than others. Each party. That mean words pass pass over. It's a hard thing. But working a whole program of getting along, getting along. At times, you know, when the mate gets excited, it's they they lost it a little bit. So you're dealing at this time with something so there's a problem. So if someone comes to you and yells because of a problem, you're not gonna say, Keep quiet. No, you have to be able to listen and to, if you can somehow calm it down. If you can't, you can't say anything, you can't say anything. But again, you're coming home again with the encouragement and you're coming home with the yes, sure, and you're coming home, I hear your point and we're going to work together and if you can take each other out one night, it'll be great. Or just sit together one night. I know a couple, they went away for a weekend together. Woman told me I can't take, I can't take. I, I mean, serious stories. They went away for the weekend. Finally got him to take her away with the children, with the relatives. She came back with like a honeymoon, she said. Nothing wrong with these things. Along with everything else we're saying, getting along, getting along, listening, listening, encouraging, encouraging. <clears throat> and... And another story, he would call, a certain person would call any time there was a logman, they'd call the Rebbe. And one time, I remember, <clears throat> I called someone and she was saying, she was in the, in the background, really with her, her, her voice raised. Rebbe said to him, tell your wife you love her. That's kind of silly. He turned it around and said, the Rabbi said I should say I love you. Whatever it was, in that case, it clicked. Clicked, clicked. In another case, we constantly said there seemed like it was uh, almost all over. And the man who was spoken to, the man called up and said, I don't know what to do. She wants me this, she wants me out, etc. She had enough and enough. So he was told Thursday nights. Clean that kitchen, make the house, show whatever you did before. Show a show is a clean house, show a show is a clean sink, sink, whatever you can. 
And then Shabbos, you're, you're, you're motivated. You're planning the very Torah. You're going to be singing. You're going to be helping. You're going to be encouraging her, encouraging her in everything she does. Listening, listening, listening. Be involved. And also work at that time is work was not you're gonna get full you gotta get more work. You gotta push it. No lazy bones. All of a sudden the woman wasn't so excited when she heard this great advice. All of a sudden, after Shabbos, she was, Wow, look at my husband. I don't get it. <laughs> There's no magic trick. He's doing what he has to do. And all of a sudden a week went by and they're both in contact and the Rebbe, all of a sudden, they complained he wasn't learning, and then he got a shear. It's amazing. He's got an angel working full-time. He's working six days a week, coming home. She complained he doesn't have time for himself. There are things I can do. A man can do. Things a woman can do, she can do. And say, look, Rob, it has to be now. Things are generally decent. But again, to make peace as soon as possible. Is urging them when you go to sleep. Never go to sleep with a quarrel. Who has to say sorry a hundred times? I'm not sure who, but just do it. He says you don't mean it. She says you don't mean it. And you try, you try, and try, and anything you do to make peace. If you can go to sleep while the other one's still talking, eventually you just have to go to sleep. You can't do anything else, and so she has to go to sleep. Wake up in the morning and then start, we start from the morning and with whatever we have to do, notes and everything else. Never, never go to sleep with a quarrel, ever possible. But if we're working on the system of realizing the gifts you have, from a home to health to family, friends to school to yeshiva, safe streets, so much we have. And you realize the gifts, and you realize I'm going to get along, I'm going to encourage, I'm going to, yes, sure, and I'm going to constantly listen to the person. A different world, different world, different world. And you're going to say to yourself, I'm going to get along, 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 over and over again. All this is going to fit, it's going to fit, going to fit. And you'll see a different life. You'll see an improved life, and improve you, you'll improve yourself. The relationships you have with others, you're going to improve your whole eternity. So again, everyone has and bracha, issues or fools, should come soon. And the people in the right schools, the right places, everyone should have the right place. Married couples, get along, get along, full steam ahead on building the next generation. Panasha Rebach, everybody. Shabbat Shalom, and everything. Ruch Neis and Gashus. Benson Young Gripes seven one eight three three nine six zero two zero, or the cell phone three four seven five six three zero nine five one. Yashikoach and Kol Tuf.